Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a wonderful author, Juliet Funt, and her latest is A Minute to Think, Reclaim Creativity, Conquer Busyness, and Do Your Best Work. Juliet Funt, how are you? I'm great this morning. Thanks for having me. Well, listen, I, it's, you're getting rave reviews, and I've, <laughs> I've ordered two of your books. I'm going to keep one for oh, myself. Oh, yay. And I'm going to I'm going to give one to to someone who is is constantly busy and trying to figure <laughs> out whether whether they do busy work or are they uh, actually doing uh, productive work. Uh, but give us a little rundown on the book. Sure, uh, the book is a solution and an exit strategy for people who are busy all the time, who work all day long, who get to six o'clock and say, what did I even get done today? And and that is sadly so many people, especially post-pandemic with the Zoom marathon, making the day longer and longer and even harder than it was before. So I wanted people to know two things. I basically wrote the book to let them know they were not alone in this problem, drowning in emails and meetings and decks and reports. And, And I also wanted them to know that it was a very solvable problem and that there is a strategic exit that you can take from work feeling so pressed and frenzied all the time. And then I wanted to lay out for them how they could do that. Now, you say they're not alone. Does that mean that this is something that you've battled with yourself or did you see this in other people and, and just uh, you're doing the commentary on it? Both. I, um, the, I've been doing this work for 20 years and the environment, a lot of corporate America, some entrepreneurial as well, but we, you meet people all the time in your work that just, you're so moved by what the daily experience of work feels like for them. There's a woman in the book we call the peanut butter manager. Her name is Mindy. And she works every day with a jar of peanut butter on her desk because long ago she just gave up on any kind of lunch break. It was just impossible for her and so that's how she keeps her blood sugar up and that's how she takes care of herself another guy i met around the same time named pete Uh, this guy is so fascinating he was an emt that used to coach other firefighters on how to deal with enormous pressure in life and death situations but his corporate day job put him into the er with trouble breathing from stress so I've seen it all the time. For me, I'm a really busy go-go Manhattan-born lady, so I battle every day with the urge to be busy and to keep myself going at a pace that really isn't good for my mind or my creativity. And luckily, I have my own book in my purse, and so uh, it helps every day. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that that the first line out of the title is is reclaim creativity because I would assume that's one of the first things to go when you're you're oh. too busy to be creative. You're too busy to uh, to think you you're constantly playing catch up. And uh, is it, did it just kind of work out that way, or is that uh, is that a, uh, um, a a a justified place to put creativity? Good, good catch. It's a, it's a purposeful choice because what people, when, when people who hire other people hire them, they want the mind inside that person. They want their creative possibilities, their strategic possibilities. Then they put them in situations where work just snuffs out all of that brilliance, like not giving enough space inside a fire that you're building. And if you want to hear a story of the complete opposite, a, a guy that I loved, this guy named John, who's a security guard. And he's a security guard in a company 
that has a main goal of filing a lot of patents. It's a Fortune 200 insurance company. They're all about patents. It just so happens that John, the security guard, of all the people that work there, holds the record for filing the most patents. And it's true, he's really, really smart. But he also, if you think about the breakdown of a security guard's day, 95% of his time is just open, waiting in case something happens. And so nobody is judging the validity of his thinking time. He has plenty of time to be iterative and play with ideas. And and the, the, the punchline of the story is that two different times they tried to promote him into the formal innovation department. And both times he eventually quit and went back because once he was an official innovation worker, then they loaded him up all day long with corporate crap that prevented him from actually being creative. And so this is what we want, this open spacious time in smaller long chunks that that fuels everything that we do let me remind folks if they're just tuning in late or turning on their radios a little late frank Briquet here much more importantly juliet funt is our very special guest a minute to think is the name of the book reclaim creativity conquer busyness and do your best work frank mckay here but much more importantly juliet funt uh, uh juliet let me uh, let me ask you about the, uh, the well the the busyness question. It's it, it's mm-hmm. a weird looking word, but I, I imagine that we can all mistake productivity for busyness, and when we it, when we are, are constantly doing something, we don't have time. We assume that uh, we're getting things done, but we're not always getting things done. You know, it's why they call it busy work. You know, it's uh, it, it, uh, often. It's nonsense. Uh, how much of that do you touch on in the book? A lot. And we also give give some of the data behind it is so interesting that the dichotomy that you were describing, we say is activity is not productivity. So just because you're checking a lot of boxes and answering a lot of emails and moving, 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 doesn't mean you get to the end of the day and you can see your work having made something better. That's what people want, that before and after experience of my labor made something else better or bigger or more beautiful. And and 30% of the time in the corporate people that we survey is not used doing that important work. It's used on what they would call low-value work. And that has a really high cost. If you tie it to salary data, it breaks down to a million dollars annually for every 50 people. That is employee time going toward junk. And the book takes you through the reasons and the system to change that. You, you know, maybe it's it, you know maybe it's just me, but I, I've never thought of this before. But we have four kids. My wife and I have four kids, mm. and I don't see the busy work in in them at a young age. I, I to me, busy work almost starts later, like when there's there's a job, when there's um, when there's more of adult. Uh, activities, you know, usually as as kids, they they figure out how to keep themselves occupied, but they don't have this uh, this need to to constantly be busy. At least our kids don't. Is that something that we develop a little later? And uh, and if uh, if so, is that a habit that we could uh, we could easily break if we acknowledge it? It is. How how old is your oldest? Uh, Twenty nine. 29. Oh, so you watch them all the way. Uh, I think it's a really interesting point. If you watch a younger child, 
I think the reason they have no busy work is they're picking up one thing at a time that they feel interested in. They're interested in the Lego, then they're interested in the Magnetile, then they're interested. And each thing is stimulated by genuine interest. That's not the case in, in a corporate job or even in small companies. So much of the work coming at people has nothing to do with whether it's valuable. It's just stuff they have to get done. And I, I do think it's possible. I, I know it's possible to rewire that because we've been doing it for a really long time. The easiest way to do it is with a little bit of company. We, we strongly encourage anyone who wants to read this book to find at least one buddy and read it with ideally their team or a couple people you work with because once you begin in community to sober up from the paradigm and really look at the cc's the reports the paperwork the protocol you can help each other become objective and you can help each other begin to separate the the wheat from the chaff it, it's not at all impossible it's a little easier to do with a comp with some company the name of the book is a minute to think Reclaim Creativity, Conquer Busyness, and Do Your Best Work. Juliet Funt is the author of that book, and we're thrilled to have Juliet with us here. Frank McKay here, much more importantly. Juliet Funt, and uh, please get this book. It's a perfect gift, uh, a, a minute to think. How many people out there uh, fall into these uh, these categories, into these bad habits? And, and, and when you kind of break it down, when you kind of... Uh, get things uh, in, into perspective. Uh, it's it, a very important um, situation to, uh, to, to handle. Uh, and, and again, life goes by quickly. If we're, if, if we're covering ourselves or we're, uh, we're occupying ourselves with nonsense, uh, you know, think mm. of how much we're missing and, and not getting done. Uh, Juliet, what's, give us an example of, of what we, what we can do to get and again we want people to buy the book and and you know you're not gonna you know say one quick no no let me give it. you yeah but yeah let me give you some goodies for Go sure so the, so right now every day that answer is a little different right now going into Q, q1 quarter one of the business here i think that we have to first break this ridiculous zoom uh aholic marathon that COVID has created where all day every day you open your calendar and it looks like a paint swatch of all these colors going down so here's a real simple tip that people can start with, and it's a great one to share with teams. The rule is never let the colors touch. And what that means is you want to see your calendar have stripes because each stripe of white indicates a pause of 5, 10, or 15 minutes. It allows you to look back at what you just did, maybe learn something or take a note. It allows you to check in with yourself. Am I tired? Should I close my eyes for a minute? Do I need a snack? And it allows you to look forward to the next human being you're about to meet with. And so a nice stripey calendar, we'll call it, we'll make it like a candy cane to go into the the Christmas holiday. As you're beginning to plan those January calls and meetings, they're going to start coming in and you're going to open that calendar on January 3rd and it's going to strangle you. Yeah. So let your calendar have stripes. And I think that's a really fun, quick one that we can start with. Conquer busyness. Uh, you know, in other words, it's a, uh, you know, it's an enemy. Uh, this, uh, this mm. it's, uh, it's, you know, you never look at it like that, but when you, when you point it out, it, it really is. And uh, again, uh, busy busyness. You can uh, if you connect that with uh, busy work. Uh, give us uh, give us an example of what 
what is busy work? What is what is nonsense, right? Uh, and, sure. And what keeps us us uh, looking busy, but really we get nothing out of it. You got it. And I'll uh, pu- just let you know we have about three minutes together, right. and I'm excited to fill those with as much goodies as we can. So. Busy work, first of all, can be the simplest is CC and reply to all email, which takes usually 20 to 30% of the day for people deleting things they shouldn't have been copied on in the first place. Busyness would be looking at reports or decks or paperwork that is written that almost nobody reads. There was there was a, an executive at GE who was asked to make 20 different pieces of collateral material. He knew no one had ever, ever read them. So on the third page of every one, he put a big fat note that said, if you're actually reading this, email me and I'll send you an Amazon gift certificate for 50 bucks. <laughs> and nobody ever, nobody ever wrote because we generate all this stuff. And just because somebody asked us to, and it's not tactically necessary to business. And that's really probably what the meter would be is, does this actually move a needle in business? Or is this just spun out from this very busy way that we work? I've worked with companies that had nine different people need to touch something to get a check cut. It's it's a paradigm that has to be stepped back from. Juliet, uh, congratulations on the book. Congratulations on all your success. And thank you very much for being here. We'll be talking about you as we let you go to your next, next person. Juliet Funt, thank you very much. Thank you. It was a lovely interview. I hope to see you again. Juliet Funt, everyone, a, a minute to think, reclaim creativity, conquer busyness, and do your best work. You know, I I didn't know this going into it, but, you know, the, the name Funt stands out because of uh, Candid Camera. Uh, Alan Funt is, uh, is uh, synonymous with Candid Camera and, and uh, comedy, and it became... You know, one of those uh, big-time shows became part of a Sunday night, uh, a Sunday night that was uh, legendary, and, uh, and big reason was because Ed Sullivan was on that night, and and Candid Camera came on, and it became a staple in in society, and that was Juliet's father. I didn't know that until we started doing the interview. Maybe we can get her back one day and and do a tribute to her dad. We like to do that and, and feature them. I'm going to start featuring tributes on on uh, Thursdays. But you know she's a, she's a wonderful author, and uh, you know she gets rave reviews for this. Please get this book, A Minute to Think, Reclaim Creativity, Conquer Busyness, and Do Your Best Work. Juliet Funt is the uh, is, is uh, the author of that, and she's been our very special guest and. Again, uh, you know, this is something that you could, uh, you know, we could, uh, we could all deal with, and we can all uh, gain a tremendous amount of um, insight from the uh, the information in this book. And and I'm I'm guilty, I'm guilty of dealing with uh, with this and uh, and doing busy work instead of uh, you know more productive. Right, I get a lot done, but. At the same time, there's uh, there's always room for improvement. Uh, Juliet's book is is exactly for that. Somebody who is um, uh, is is not getting a lot done, but uh, they're constantly busy. They're constantly chasing it. And uh, again, it's called "A Minute to Think, Reclaim Creativity, Conquer Busyness, 
and do your best work. Frank McKay signing off. Juliet Funt has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>